0: Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, March 21st, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Putin continues the brutality in Ukraine. President Biden heading to Europe. Spring breakers causing chaos in South Florida. A new report ranks the happiest countries on earth. Also ahead, will Hunter Biden finally damage his father? But first, the United Nations reporting at least 900 civilian casualties in Ukraine since Putin's invasion began on February 24th. According to the UN, 15,000 soldiers have been killed on both sides. More than three million refugees have fled the country. Ukrainian President Zelensky says he's willing to make a deal with Putin to stop the bloodshed, but he will not surrender the country to the Russians. President Biden traveling to Europe Wednesday to meet with allies, the White House describing the trip as a historic summit to confront Putin. Mr. Biden will speak with NATO leaders, then go on to Poland. A survey from Reuters says eight and 10 voters want the president to increase the pressure on the Kremlin. Mr. Biden will not travel to Ukraine, nor should he, for security reasons. The mayor of Miami Beach says his city is under siege by spring breakers. One million young people have descended on South Florida over the past two weeks. Police beefing up patrols in places like Palm Beach, Fort Lauderdale, Key West. In total, about 16 million college kids are on spring break right now across the country. The typical student spends less than $1,000 for the vacation. A new report from Oxford University in England ranks the happiest countries on the planet. The nation's are judge on life expectancy, voting rights, health care, cost of living. Top five are the Netherlands, Switzerland, Iceland, Denmark, all pretty chilly places. Number one happiest place, Finland. Really chilly. The unhappiest places on earth, Botswana, Rwanda, Zimbabwe, Lebanon, and the worst for the fifth year in a row, Afghanistan. In a moment, our authorities closing in on Hunter Biden. Right back. by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Hunter Biden and his father, the president. So now we know the laptop containing Hunter's shady business dealings is real because the New York Times finally admitted it after 18 months of suppressing the story. Not that we didn't already know that Hunter grifted a number of foreign nations using his father's previous position as vice president. We did. Honest Americans definitely realized that. We also understand that the corporate media, including the giant internet operations, canceled a legitimate news story that might have influenced voters in the 2020 presidential election. In addition, it is beyond any doubt that while Hunter Biden's loathsome money-making schemes were being denied and censored, including direct repudiations from Joe Biden, the phony Russian collusion story was being heavily promoted by the corporate media. The deceitful one-two media punch absolutely affected the election of 2020. So by doing the math, This is the biggest media scandal in American history, but you would never know it because it isn't covered. Now, last week Vladimir Putin made it a crime in Russia to criticize the invasion of Ukraine. Should the U.S. Congress make it a criminal offense to dishonestly influence a presidential vote? Yes, it should. Heavy fines should be imposed for false reporting on campaigns. When a presidential election can be battered by dishonest media partisanship, this country has to do something. Let's methodically review. On October 19, 2020, the liberal website Politico ran a report alleging the Hunter Biden laptop discovery was, quote, Russian disinformation designed to hurt Joe Biden and help Donald Trump. Politico cited 50 national security experts who agreed. Politico is not, and never has been, a fair and trustworthy operation. Back then, it was primarily interested in hurting Mr. Trump. Nevertheless, the corporate media couldn't get on the phony Russian disinformation train fast enough. Night after night, NBC News and CNN pounded the story. So much so that legitimate reporting about Hunter Biden's laptop got banned on Facebook and Twitter. So you tell me, do we let this media outrage go? Or do we the people demand that Congress pass safeguards to protect presidential elections? The Justice Department currently investigating Hunter Biden, but the Biden administration oversees that. What should happen is an independent counsel, because according to Hunter, his father, the president, received a taste of the millions of dollars that somehow appeared in Hunter's wallet. Over in Russia, 250 media people have either gone missing or been murdered during the Putin regime. Obviously, we don't have anything like that in the USA. What we do have is massive media deceit. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. If you'd like more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com, where you can see me on television. In a moment, something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending... Now, the O'Reilly update brings you something you might not know. Recent polls show 80% of Americans now believe Vladimir Putin has committed war crimes in Ukraine. One of them is Senator Lindsey Graham, who is calling for the assassination of bad Vlad. Said the Republican, quote, the only way this ends is for the Russian people to rise up and take him out, unquote. Now, Graham's opinion has historical precedent. In 1944, a conspiracy by German military officers to assassinate Adolf Hitler unfolded. Here is the story of what is known as the July Plot. Shortly after the Allies landed in France on D-Day, a small clique of Nazi leaders thought Hitler was mentally ill, and leading Germany towards total destruction, which he was. At the center of the plot was Klaus von Stauffenberg, a colonel, who lost an eye and one hand during combat in North Africa. The crew planned to kill the Fuhrer with a hidden bomb smuggled into his military command center called the Wolf's Lair. Stauffenberg put his plan into action on July 20, 1944. The military group was summoned to an emergency meeting with Hitler. The colonel concealed a bomb in his briefcase and placed it as close to the Nazi leader as possible in the conference room. Stauffenberg then left the room under the pretense of making a phone call. The bomb detonated three minutes later, destroying the entire conference room. Four men were killed, but Hitler escaped with minor injuries a heavy table top saving him. The plan revolt unraveled after the news of the Fuhrer's survival reached Berlin. The conspirators were then rounded up and executed, as were hundreds of other dissidents across Germany. And here's something else you might not know the July plot wasn't the only attempt by the German people to kill Adolf Hitler in total there were at least 22 different plans to assassinate the Nazi dictator. They never got him. Hitler committed suicide on April 30th, 1945. Back after this. well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.